Hey there, this is A.B. and this is the Talk About God podcast. And oh man, has it been um, a crazy few weeks? I'm sure everyone feels the same. If one, let's just be thankful that we've made it through the holidays. I don't know if anybody else is as excited about that as I am, but I am happy to have them done. Um, it's just... It's always hectic. Um, I remember the days when we were <laughs> what feels like much younger, um, running around and expected to be everywhere all, you know, for two months straight for different holiday events. And it was exhausting. And then on the flip side of that, um, we have, you know, of course, boundaries and things in place now that are, are different. Um, that is really kind of, I don't want to say exile because it kind of feels, it feels a little bit like exile, but it's, it's kind of a self-imposed exile, I guess, to a certain extent in different situations. Um, which of course comes with its own set of difficulties in, um, the holiday season. So beginning in October, I'm sure I've discussed, um, how we kind of gear up for, for a lack of a better word for drama. And, um, historically, typically it has happened. It has come. (laughs) We had reason to gear up and begin our dreading in the beginning of October. And, um, usually it does not disappoint. Um, and so that struck of course, as always. Um, and then, you know, drama hit (laughs) and I feel like it just this year, never stopped. Um, and it was blindsiding. It was one of those things that I always expected from one direction and it came from a completely different one. And, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe with age, I am just getting worse. I don't know. Maybe I am. I'm not, I'm not perfect and I am not everybody's cup of tea. And at this point I kind of feel like I might be compost tea. Um, But anyway, so it it hit me from left field and it didn't, it wasn't just one person. It was many and it just, it it just didn't stop. Um, and then we lost someone who was squarely in our corner. Someone who, uh, was very important to us. And, um, she, she held on right until the last minutes of 2023 and, Um, I don't blame her for checking out before 2024 hit. Um, so it's been, it's been a little crazy. Uh, we did have a funeral yesterday, um, for her. And I will say, uh, they quoted Proverbs 31 and don't get me wrong. That is like, that's every woman's goal. Any woman who's read the Bible at all wants to be a Proverbs 31 woman. We've heard of the Proverbs 31 ministries and whatever, like, It's great, right? Whatever. Um, However, not knocking this particular person, because as I've already stated, she was very important to us and very, very loved and just amazing. But she had an ornery streak about a mile wide. When I think of her, I don't think Proverbs 31 woman. I think force of nature. I think like the person you want in your corner. I don't, I don't know. I don't think Proverbs 31. So it was one of those things if I've over the past 
year, because let's see, in 2023, I personally attended five different funerals. Five. Um, in 2023 alone. And then, you know, 2024, we're on number one already. I've got another one um, I, on Monday as well. So, two in. Um, however, it's just one of those things of like, it seems like every stinking funeral I go to, there is a, and I'm not knocking any one denomination, so please don't take this offensively, but there's usually a Baptist preacher because that's just my area. That's what's predominant here is the Baptist um, faith. And maybe I just know a lot of Baptists. I don't know. So anyway, there's usually a Baptist preacher explaining um, or Methodist um, that this person was amazing, that they're undoubtedly in heaven. Don't worry. Don't stress. Don't cry for them. Don't mourn for them. This person is definitely in a better place. Now, I'm not saying that she's not or any of them are not. That is not where I'm going. But I'm saying that's a big statement that I don't even know that I, having known her a very lengthy amount of my life, or many of these people that I've gone to funerals of, I could not personally stand up there and genuinely say, without a doubt, no questions asked, that she is undoubtedly in heaven. I don't think I could even say that about myself, that I, like in that position, like, I just, I don't know. I don't think that I could stand there and tell you right now, if I had to give my own eulogy, that I am undoubtedly in heaven. Like, no worries. Don't, don't cry for her. Now, do I like to think that undoubtedly I'm going to heaven? Absolutely. I'm still flawed. I'm still sinful. And I still don't quite get why God would even save me to begin with. I'm thankful for my salvation. I'm thankful for his son. I'm thankful for the work on the cross and all of those things. I just feel like it's a really, really big statement that gets made at every single funeral, every single funeral that I'm at. And so there's that. Also, I don't know, like Proverbs 31 woman is not something that I think would even be something appropriate to read at my own funeral. And I know how often I'm in the Bible and I know how often, like I, I know what I do and I like on paper, I do a lot if we're talking about on paper, but like, even then I still don't feel like that's something that should be read at my funeral. So wowza. Um, just, yeah, it was, it was an interesting one. It was interesting. Um, but overall, um, I'm doing better. I'm taking a bit of a hiatus, as I'm sure you've obviously noticed. And I do apologize for the break. Um, but it was really necessary. I have undoubtedly allowed the world to have too big of a say on who I am. And I don't know. I guess my own salvation and, you know, a lot of things needed to be worked out and I needed to refocus. Um, and I think that's always really important. I know like everybody likes to make new year's resolutions. That's like a big thing here in the United States is new year's resolution resolutions. And you know, everybody wants to diet and start working out and all these things. And my new year's not really focused on that. 
Um, don't get me wrong. I would totally love to fit in my jeans, um, a bit more comfortably. I think we all would. Um, I would really love for sugar to not make me want to die. That would be great. Don't think I have any control on that. Um, but I've been more focused on being obedient. I am trying, I'm resolved to be more prayerfully minded. And I don't mean that like underhandedly. I feel like a lot of people say, I want to pray more. I genuinely mean, I want to pray more like, and I'm not talking, you know, Jesus take the wheel. Cause I'm in a hot mess kind of prayers. I'm talking like, Lord, what do I do here? Like this, this opportunity has come my way. What do you say about this? Like, I know I, how I feel like my, like I want to jump at it, but is it right for me? Is it your will for me? And if not, don't let me do it. Like no matter what, if it's not your will for me, even though it's an amazing thing and it sounds great, but if that's not what you have for me, stop me. And if that means you have to make me hurt, cause me pain to do it, like, cause I don't, I'm, I don't know about anybody else. I'm very stinking stubborn. When I make up my mind that like, this is the way it's going to be. This is my plan. I need, like, I need you to knock me to my knees to get me to stop pursuing that. If that's necessary, please make that happen. And so I guess this year I'm resolved to pray some, what I would even call dangerous prayers, prayers that literally could cause me harm. Like it might be coming my way. Um, but I also want to be more intentional this year. I want to, I want to focus more, not just on my immediate family, but those around me on like the family that God has surrounded me with, which obviously are not blood at this point. There's so many people in my life. Don't not saying that I don't have any blood relatives around me. Um, I do, and I'm not just wanting to focus solely on them. I'm wanting to like, I don't know, build other people up who are around me. Um, oddly enough, this is not, this is just like a wish list because you know, why not? It's the first of the year you make all kinds of wonderful plans and then they may not happen. Um, but I would love to get a cow. Don't know how many, like I've probably never shared this, but I, I love cows. Like I love cows. Like I, I want a cow I could just pet and like be best buds with. Like I just, I want a cow. I love cows. Like, I don't know what it is. It's stupid. It's spastic and it makes no sense, but I've always loved cows And so I would just love to have a cow. Is it possible? Yeah. Um, Is it rational? No. Is it necessary? Also no. Would it be amazing? Absolutely. So there's that. So if you want to come alongside me and praying for a cow, that would be pretty cool. Um, But I won't be devastated if it doesn't happen because, again, it requires work. And I have (laughs) a lot on my plate. Um, I know it seems so crazy, but everybody does the, the best of at the end of the year. And then, um, also like other things, I don't know. And so 
for me, I didn't really have like a best and worst of that I could do for the year of 2023. And I don't even have like, there wasn't like a celebration at the end of the year. I literally just, I survived 2023. And I feel like I'm probably, there's no way I'm alone in that. And I think that it's okay. It's okay to not have this like huge list of like, oh my gosh, look what I accomplished by the end of this year. I will be very, very honest with you. I did not read my Bible cover to cover in 2023. I didn't do it. Um, and that's okay. I don't like, I don't want anyone to think that that's like an, a must do. Now, is it amazing to do? Yes. I've done it before. I always recommend it. What happened in 2023 for me is one, I read through the entire old Testament. So I made it through all of that. Then I got a devotional that started me back at the beginning of the Old Testament in chronological order and all that stuff. So I'm I'm walking that out, which has been great because once I started that, I couldn't keep I couldn't keep up the pace of that devotional and continuing on the reading plan that I had already begun on my own, which thereby made it so I didn't I did not read the New Testament last year at all. Like I'm not saying at all. Let me backtrack. I read bits and pieces of the New Testament, but I didn't read it all through. So, was that kind of a failure? Yeah, because I had intended on reading the entire Bible again last year. But I was more intentional. I took more time in the Old Testament. I've been digging deeper in that. And I have no regrets there. This year, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to make it my goal to read the New Testament bare minimum through this year. But I'm still sticking to that original reading plan that I had already started before the end of the year that was like I don't know it's gonna be a weird year on my own personal reading plan maybe I'll read all the way through the whole bible partially right because I'm already 80 something days in and then I'll read through the whole new testament and I'll read the new testament again I don't know I'm gonna be honest I don't have a plan and I don't think we always have to have plans so if you're a person who's literally five days what no six days now right I don't know six days maybe um into the new year. I don't know what the date is anymore, but if you're six days in and you're freaking out because maybe your new year's resolution is already shot, it's okay. Um, or you don't have a plan. I mean, I've literally sat down with a calendar trying to figure out the entire year because I am crazy like that. And I am trying to build a business and, you know, run a youth group ministry and, 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 um, you know, and have a homestead and put food back and just, there's just a lot going on over here. All the while trying to be intentional with the human beings that God has placed in my life and put around me because everyone is valuable. Everyone. No matter whether they're my cup of tea or like my bestie or not, the people that God has placed in my life, I want to care for and I want to care for them really well. And I guess that's what I'm resolved to do this year. If by the end of the year, I don't read my Bible all the way through, 
I read it every day, but for whatever reason, I just don't make it all the way through. If I don't get that cow, and I'll be devastated, not really, but if I don't get that cow, if all these beautiful January plans that I've made for the rest of the year go sideways and none of them happens, if nothing else happens, I'm resolved to love other people really well. And I'll be genuinely honest, it's come from feeling like I'm that person that's not valuable. From feeling like I'm the person that doesn't deserve um, other people in my life. That doesn't deserve to be loved well. Um, who has... I mean, genuinely not necessarily always treated other people well, but also hasn't been necessarily treated well by a lot of other people either. And I'm just at the like point where like, I don't really care what other people do or don't do because I can only control me. That's it. Me, myself, and I, I am it. That's all I can do. And so with that I don't know if you're in the same boat as I am where like I don't know maybe you're failing or you just don't have a plan or you've got a plan and you're trying pretty desperately not to cling to it too tightly I think that all of those like that that whole spectrum it's okay it's okay Because in the end of the day, God's in control. We're not. So shocking, I'm sure. And I think that's part of the beauty of this life is that God says there's going to be pain. He fair warns you it's going to hurt. But that's when I grow. That is exactly where I do my best growing and... If the end of the year, end of 2023 taught me nothing, it's that I'm going to hurt. And there are going to be times that I'm going to be beyond just flabbergasted and confused. Whatever. But God. And in the end... He always pulls me out of the mess that I put myself in. Because I do feel like at some point, I am responsible to a certain extent. Now, granted, I can't control the world. I totally understand that. But in some ways, I was very naive in 2023 I had my rose colored glasses on which is a very strange thing because like I don't know I kind of grew up expecting the worst and accepting whatever came and so 
I had felt like I guess that I did a lot of healing to not live in that type of mindset. And I guess part of it made me a bit naive. And not necessarily in the best way. And it opened me up to some real serious heartache. And I'm not saying that I, that you should never trust anyone and like all of these things. It just sucks. <laughs> and I guess like my therapist and I are going to continue to work through this. Um, because I did open myself up. And I did get hurt. On multiple different levels. In a way that I can't quite express. And in a way that I don't really want to express or dig any further in. Because I'm really just sick of crying. Um, But it doesn't mean that it hurts any less. Like pain is still pain. Whether there are tears associated with it or not. Um... But regardless, I can say with certainty, in those hardest times, clinging to God's word, clinging to God's goodness, um, leaning on his character and who he is, who I know he is because scripture says he is, not who someone else says he is, like this whole prosperity gospel where like if you do good and if you are good enough and you're kind enough and you work hard enough and whatever no god is good no matter what i do god is good always i am not i am not always good i mean i'll be honest i'm probably very rarely ever considered good i'm definitely not perfect yet god loves me And it's insane to think about that fact. Like, those are facts. God loves me so much, he sent his only son to die on a cross for me. To suffer literally the worst possible death I can personally imagine. It was just designed for perfect torture. It's horrific um, if you genuinely, like, think about it and research it. And the fact that they beat him before they even hung him on the cross. Like, geez. Anyway... This life is hard. And I'm going to be honest with you. 2024. Like I'm not trying to be pessimistic. But I know how the book of Revelation goes. And there's this like there's this meme that floats around the internet. That says that you know. Waking up. Cracking open Revelation to see what chapter we're on today. And it's just insane that how true that feels. And so I know that the end is, it's going to come at some point, but I also know that it says that there's, there's suffering. There's a lot of not nice things in store for his church as well. Before he even comes back, there's birthing pains, there's of the earth. There's all these things that we're going to see happen as signs to look for him. And I think that it's very important above all Like, no matter what 2024 brings, it is so incredibly important to take our eyes off ourselves. And, like, I don't want you to think that I'm calling you out because I need you to understand that this is very much for me as well. I have been so self-focused for too long. That's how I feel. 
and I have to set my focus on him. We all do. Because if I rip my eyes off of myself and focus on him, 2023 would not have been so bad for me. I don't believe. Because I would have had more peace in it. I would have had a lot more... Um, I don't know. I don't think that anything would have been the end of the world because for me, the end of the world is like losing my salvation and not getting to be with him forever. And I don't feel like I I lost things. I lost a lot of things last year. Um, but I didn't lose that and I didn't lose him. And really he's all that's important. And so if I can just hold on to that, And genuinely pray that a pastor on at a funeral yesterday did not pump me full of a bunch of (laughs) bullcrap. Because if I get to heaven and she's not there to greet me, I'm going to be okay because I'll be with Jesus. But I'm going to be so heartbroken that she's not. So I guess like the goal is to live a life that when my time comes for someone to give a eulogy at my own funeral they won't have to question like they you won't have to wonder if the pastor is full of crap or not you'll know because I have lived a life that exemplifies and glorifies God in a manner that there will be no doubt that's my goal for 2024 to live a life that when I pass anyone who knows me will know exactly where I am and those who hate me (laughs) will know where they wish that I go um so anyway happy new year um whether you have resolutions or not I wouldn't stress it just be resolved to grow closer to God each and every day. I don't even want to say this year because like we're not promised any amount of time. Like we we could only have we could possibly have an hour left or seconds left. I don't know. Nobody's promised tomorrow. So just be resolved to day by day remember who gives you breath. Day by day commit to thanking him for what we have and even sometimes what we don't and then get in the word get in the word get in the word and when you fail to get in the word because it's gonna happen give yourself grace knowing that he does too and then get back at it like just pursue him each and every day that is my prayer for you in this year that you pursue him each and every day. And I'm going to try my darndest to do the exact same thing. So God bless. Get in the word. And I don't know. Take your eyes off yourself and look up. Then I'll be doing the same. <laughs>